It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by Andrew Barron. We are here to talk about Saturday's main slate of games. We have 10 contests. Um, We have no team totals in the 30s. We have games being played outdoors in negative 4-degree weather in Kansas City, 10-degree weather in New England, uh, negative 14-degree weather in Cleveland, indoors for Giants-Vikings, Negative 11 for Bills, Bears. Uh, Houston, Tennessee, I, I think is 14 degrees. So maybe you count that. It's like basically like a tropical uh, paradise in, in the context of this slate. Carolina, I guess, probably isn't going to be that bad. Baltimore is going to be single digits. Uh, Washington, San Francisco should be fine. Coastal, California, probably 60 degrees, which is probably cold to those pansies out there, you know, in, 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 in Silicon Valley. And then Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Dallas is going to be your stone cold chalk i guess stone warm chalk game of the week i mean it's Very it's nice. the only it's the only game i i believe it is the only game where both no no it is the one of two games where both teams have a total in the 20s so there you have it yeah man i know no one wants to hear this but i'm gonna do it for 30 seconds anyway i will just say that i ran like god in best ball last week i uh, had of my advanced teams on on DraftKings, it was 43% each Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, and Zay Jones, and 50% Jarek McKinnon. So I had literally advanced 36% of my surviving teams in 12-man leagues, uh, which was amazing. And then it's like, oh, like the Jalen Hurts thing. It's like, am I stone dead? No, I've got pretty good backups. Like two of them, you know, like two or three, I don't know. It's like half of them are fields, half of them are Trevor Lawrence, there's a Deshaun Watson in there. And I'm like, wait a minute, why do all these guys have like 15 totals? And it's like, oh, okay. It's like, oh, Cleveland's playing New Orleans. Uh, maybe is it in Coors Field in the Superdome? No, it's 13 degrees in Cleveland. They have a 17 total. Buffalo and Chicago, like the two, you know, you'd argue the two best fantasy quarterbacks on this slate are playing in 10 degree windy weather in Chicago. And then stupid Jaguars get a tough defense on a short week in the crazy rain tonight. So, uh, it looks like that was a one week run good for me in best ball, but uh, hoping to see it keep going. It's a, yeah, it's an odd slate. I mean, your boy, Patrick Mahomes, like this does not happen often, but he is far and away the top optimal probability quarterback followed by, you know, uh, Josh Allen and Daniel Jones are like neck and neck because uh, Jones is three K less. expensive. Yes. But. And, and uh, so this is, I think, honestly, I think quarterback is actually probably the most fascinating spot 
this week. Cause I think the running back plays are very narrow. Um, I think the wide receiver plays are super narrow because of the, the passing environment. So this is the deal at quarterback incredibly hard to play Patrick Mahomes with a stack because Kelsey is so expensive. Mm-hmm. Juju hasn't, I guess he's had two ceiling games, two games above 25 points, but then to compound things, Hardman's going to be back this week. Tony was back last week. So it's, it, you can't even convince yourself on sky Moore. You can't convince yourself on Justin Watson. I guess maybe the one guy you could say this dude could, could get one would be Marquez Valdez Scantling. And I think he's going to lose snaps with Hardman back. Um, it's just, it's just like playing Mahomes is is a mess. And on, we were talking about this on the Swolecast yesterday. I mean, honestly, at this point, you can just play him naked because he's running a little bit, and he and Kelsey is too expensive, and he's throwing touchdowns to just random dudes. You know, they have, I I believe they have nine guys with two or more touchdown receptions right now. Like it's just insane. Yeah, I really, I think you could. It's it's weird because yeah, he doesn't run enough really to be a single stack guy. You know, that's usually you single stack the guys that it's like, okay, if they nuke, it's because they also ran for a hundred yards in a touchdown. He's never doing that. So it's, yeah. And there's cheap pieces around, but it's like, yeah, it's such whack-a-mole. I don't hate it for MME. Like I'm going to just be like, okay, Patrick Mahomes, double stack play. I don't know. Even earlier, I was like, play at least play one of Kelsey, play at least one of Kelsey and Juju, and then also play a second guy that's from the, you know, who knows, but I don't even think it's like that anymore. You know, like you, like Kelsey, Juju, yeah, he hasn't really separated himself. And then it's like, I don't know, Hardman and Tony and I I can't do Sky more. It's Hardman, Tony, MBS, and they're all cheap. I mean, Sky to... Sky might even be inactive in this game. Yeah. He 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 might he might not even play um in this game. So I, I, I think if I I mean and I probably do want to do it. I think this is what I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna do Mahomes. DK Metcalf, Smith Schuster, mm-hmm. or MBS. And then I this is this is the worst play I've ever touted on this show. But wait. Noah Noah Gray mm. has three receptions in two straight games. He's got at least two targets in all games this year, but two. Tight end is so bad. So so bad. I, I just like if Noah Gray gets me 14, I feel pretty good about that. Sure. To be clear, everyone here listening to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Hour, uh, this is not a showdown slate. <laughs> he is talking no. about one Noah Gray on a main slate. So, I mean, I, I think the same thing is true with Will Disley because Noah Fant is going to be chalk. Disley actually uh-huh. plays more snaps than him. I think that I think the theory is the same. Yeah, I mean, I think you can play Kelsey. I'm less likely to do it in on Mahomes' teams. No, that's not true. But you know what I mean? Like, I like Kelsey as a one-off. I think he's very good at that. He's like, you know, I yeah. think he's just as good as playing an expensive AK receiver for the most part. So I'm cool with him. And then like having, I do think it's going to be very popular to have Geno Smith, DK Metcalf, Kelsey. So that's a little bit tough. Um, I think Kenneth Walker makes for interesting leverage there. Uh, McKinnon obviously is going to be huge chalk. And because he's savings and, you know, he's crushed a couple weeks in a row. He projects all right, actually. You know, this is just on the raw projection, but it still looks like he's going to be quite a bit overowned. Everyone's talking about him already. So I think Kenneth Walker's pretty interesting leverage in that game. The Chiefs have not really Cole, been. Cole, Cole Palmer is, or Cole Palmer, I'm looking at soccer shit. Uh, Kenneth Walker is 
the best play of the slate, in my opinion. He is he is the Latavius Murray play from last week in which mm-hmm. he was like the number one guy for points per dollar, like when you just sort by value, but no one played him because he's Latavius Murray. Well, no one wants to play Kenneth Walker because he's a 10-point dog to the Chiefs, but he... Homer Travis Homer fumbled last week, so they benched mm-hmm. him. So Walker was playing all the third downs and stuff too. And they waved Tony Jones. Like they just like I, I think Kenneth Walker's gonna get 20 touches here. Yeah, and it's just wacky shit happens, you know. Like, yeah, the we expect the Chiefs to win and win fairly handily, but there's a 35-40% chance Seattle at least makes it competitive or you know beats them. And if that happens, like Walker is likely to be the main beneficiary. So I think he's going to be, what is he looking like? Six, 8% owned, not even. Um, he's come down in price quite a bit. He's 6,400 now, like it's very affordable. I like him. I like him quite a bit. Um, I guess we should, there are plenty of running backs to talk about, but I guess there's a few more quarterbacks we should get to. I actually do want to talk about this because it doesn't apply as much this week, but I think from a macro level talk, like, Sharp people that are, you know, like that are into playing sort of it's it's it is a sharp thing to play contrarian, right? You got to get a little bit different, you got to do some weird stuff. The payoff, you know, it's the whole what do you win when you win thing. The payoff is very, very high if you play some contrarian plays that work out. I think in general, people when they look at quarterbacks are just like, okay, the most popular guys are bad. And that is not the case at quarterback specifically because these running guys, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Justin Fields, are generally so, even though usually one or two of them is going to be your most popular quarterback or there's like the whatever, the guy playing Detroit who's 5,200 and gets to be 15%. Usually these guys, even when they're 15, you know, like Jalen Hurts last week was 12% to like 20% even on Yahoo and FanDuel. And it's like, yeah, but he has double the optimal probability of everyone else. So it's not, and that's what I think is so valuable about the the product that we have is having that actual optimal probability. It's not just like, okay, this guy's chalk, therefore bad. Like we put a number on it of like, this guy's chalk, but at quarterback, he's still under owned. And like that last week, I thought that, J- that Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, or Devonta Smith stack was like one of the easiest things to get over on. I'd ever seen like Jalen Hurts was a top optimal probability quarterback by a mile. He was like the most popular, second most popular, but not popular enough. And then Brown and Smith were both projecting for a little under 10%. And they were both like 18, 20% optimal. So it was just a real, real good spot. And I think that's something to be wary of generally is like, don't just blindly be contrarian, like put a number on it. Cause a lot of the time, the most popular quarterback is actually still quite a bit under owned. Um, which which, which I think it which I think will be true this week because I think Kirk Cousins and Dak and Gardner Minshew and Daniel Jones are all going to be yeah. overowned because yeah. so like Gino's going to be too much. Well, th- I guess this is what I would say. In the aggregate, it is correct to devalue these quarterbacks in low totals, not because of the player context, but because of the environment context. 100%. But one of these games, maybe two of these games will play out in a way such a way that the weather is not impacted for whatever reason. You know, I, I a player slips and then it goes crazy and then the other team has to pass or just whatever. You know, one yep. of these games, Detroit, Carolina, but just whatever. One of these games is going to end up be, maybe two, maybe, you know, whatever. Because mm-hmm. in, in the aggregate, it's true that the negative weather is going to have this huge negative impact on scoring. But in 
the micro in in the small examples, some of these games will end up scoring like normal NFL games. Exactly. And I think that's that's a, a huge thing there where in you know, a game whenever when like Derek Carr or whatever has a 28 total and he's fifty nine hundred dollars, it's like, okay, that's a very good play for like cash or whatever. And yeah, him up against Justin Fields, who looks like he's the, the you know thousand dollars more or whatever, he's gonna Derek Carr is gonna beat him sixty percent of the time. But Justin Fields is gonna like win the day sometimes, and Derek Carr is like drawing dead to do that. And that's what the optimal probabilities uh, will will go for. So I do think Justin Fields and Josh Allen they they to be fair have considerably lower optimal probabilities than they normally do because that total is so gross. Just their nukes potential is just is just so good like i will be considerably over uh the two of them this week and i think that's going to be one of my one of my bigger stands yeah and then what what do you think about burrow he's the other one where it's like the weather in that game looks bad but not that bad the double stacks all the patriots bringbacks are so cheap and burrow has just been on fire too yeah so burrow i'm not like in the vacuum in love with but another way to really look at like smart contrarian stacks is to go to just the wide receivers and sort by leverage and anybody who's an alpha who's like going under owned like jamar chase is going to be eight nine percent owned this week uh, if you if you like he's any another guy ex- where it's if, like, i mean if you like any expensive wide receiver this week uh you're going to get a huge discount on them because justin jefferson's going to be 27 percent owned or whatever yeah everyone's playing justin jefferson everyone's playing dj Moore. everyone's playing dk metcalf they're saving with marquise goodwin they're saving with richie james and shit like that but like yeah the alpha wide receivers digs jamar chase like those are those are the big time leverage guys and they'll drag along their quarterbacks with them so i'm you know sort of milk uh lukewarm on burrow himself but in the context of his wide receiver is probably my favorite play of the slate other than maybe kenneth walker yeah i'm down with burrow yeah um all right i mean at uh, i i guess this is my plan is this i'll play mahomes probably on my main team the other guys up uh, the other thing i'm considering uh, well i guess i'm not playing dak i'm not playing kirk i'm not playing daniel jones i'm not playing gardner Minshew because i think that obviously in the context for a regular slate those guys would be like fine but not great but they're i and i don't know which one my guess is it's going to be Kirk is we're going to get to Sunday and I'm going to click on the spy on DraftKings and Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. is going to be 34% owned in the spy or whatever, because that's the, that's the, the high total indoor game. Uh, so Mahomes I want to say like it's the- Gino, but people are such like, you know, for good reason, obviously, like I'm not, this is not, we're talking about ways to get weird, not like ways to play gooder, you know, like Seattle has a bad total. It's 19 and a half. So like yeah. I think that will stop Gino from getting out of control, but he's still going to be like ten or twelve percent. I think. Gino's yeah, he'll be more. He'll be more owned than a nineteen quarterback total who doesn't run a ton would would normally be. I I also think yeah. Allen is sort of interesting just because he can get he let's say he does twenty of his points rushing, thirteen of his points passing. Like that feels yeah. like a pretty normal distribution for him, and and the market won't treat him that way. Right. Love Allen and Diggs is the second highest leverage wide receiver. So, yeah, uh, I mean, Allen's a smash. It's tough. You're spending a lot of money, but Allen and Diggs isn't really much different than Mahomes and Kelsey. And Mahomes and Kelsey is going to be three times as popular. And uh, yeah. Allen to Diggs stack is pretty similar optimal probability. So, yeah, that that I'm fine with. One last guy I wanted to talk before we hit running back is Tyler Huntley. Like he did a pretty good 
Lamar Jackson impression at times last year. We don't have as high of a rushing ceiling on him. You know, we've only got him at like 20, 25%, but I feel like he has run like crazy before. And Atlanta is just like the worst defensive line in football. I feel like it really sets up for him. I just, I'm, I'm not, the numbers aren't, aren't saying it to me, but I, my gut feel is like, I feel like I should be smashing Tyler Huntley. What, you got anything there? Uh, no, the, just, it's like the, the combination of the weather being bad, him being pretty bad, uh, you know, like the whole thesis behind him being really good was that he would be the guy who un- would l- unlock Mark Andrews, and that hasn't happened. Like it's just all Andrews yeah, only fifty five hundred j- now, by the way. But yeah, it's a it's a gross total. But I think there's some, I think there's spots to be like screw the total this week because some of these games are probably gonna pop off, and there yes. aren't. You know, it's not like you're fading five fifty total games. There's really there is there just the one? I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh so running back, uh the the context of the week, McCaffrey is is back in our good graces. Derrick Henry, the Uber mega just like whatever you think he's gonna be owned, he's gonna be owned more than that. Dalvin looks like a really strong play. Already projecting 30% P owned by us, by the way, which is like that's crazy this early in the week. Yeah. Uh Ramondre uh, will will not be as owned as I think he should be because they're huge underdogs to the Bengals. Swift, fifty five hundred, whatever. We'll see. I I'm interested to see if people do finally start playing Jarek McKinnon. I mean, he's he's got a seventeen percent target share over the last month, but people still really haven't been playing him. They've been playing Pacheco instead. Um, Barkley looks okay. I think after last week he will. He's showing at like eighteen nineteen percent, and he's got a lot of he's got like the most tags I think of anyone so far. So people are mentioning him and I, I think he's going to get quite popular. Yeah. Uh, I, I really like Kamara because so many people played him last week and he dusted them off and they're just, I mean, there, there might be, we, we, we might get 75 rushing attempts in that game. Those teams are not going to want to pass. That's good. That's the, uh, the, the total of new Orleans, Cleveland is the lowest total that you can find. Like, uh, like there's probably been a lower total for some 1968, ice bowl or whatever but in in searchable databases of totals cleveland new orleans is the lowest that we have huh wow i didn't know that that's crazy yeah oh well yep it is uh quite bad yeah 17 to 14 like projected score that's absurd uh you you really don't see that very often i think the speaking of of good totals and guys to go after the cowboys have the what second or I think uh, Minnesota second. So that, third that, no, total. you're totally right. Pollard and Zeke, when everyone's playing Minshew and, and the Eagles wide receivers and, and yeah. CD and Dak and Schultz and everything. Yeah. You're totally right. Yeah. They want to run the ball. Dak hasn't been very good this year, but they got a big total like, and, and the split is hard enough that people aren't going to, aren't really going to get to them. I think they'll both be six to 8% on maybe even less. So I think go, getting over on both of those guys is, is pretty sharp. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Uh, Montgomery seems okay. We both really like Walker. Um, what about the Buffalo guys? What about James Cook and Singletary? I mean, this uh, this Vikings D de- or not Vikings, this Bears defense is like uh, they're like the worst in the NFL, and they they keep losing guys. And obviously, it's going to be a lot easier for Buffalo to run than to toss it around the yard. Yeah, I don't know. I wanted to ask you about that. Are you seeing anything in the recent splits as far as like who's is anybody 
popping ahead. Like I saw Cook catch the touchdown pass, but it's too it's it's pretty difficult to figure out that split. And when Buffalo really puts up a lot of points, it's like very rarely on the ground. Um, yeah, I mean they did it last year in the playoffs. Maybe they maybe they're coming back to that, just like Jarek McKinnon just turned into his last year in the playoff self the last few weeks. But I don't know. What do you do? You have a lean on the Buffalo running backs? Like which one you'd rather play if you were going to? Cook, 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 <laughs> Cook would put be his hands up in the air like Cook, Cook, Cook would be he would be the um the tough football guy thesis of like well shit I don't know because Singletary did this um so Devin Singletary was like their lead guy in the playoffs last year Let, let's uh let's go see this how much like did it. Devin Singletary play in that game that awful game against the Patriots last year the the game the Patriots won throwing the ball three times oh, right. uh Devin Singletary in that game 10 rushes Zach Moss eight Matt Breida one Josh Allen had six so uh I guess I guess maybe both of them are fine I I don't know I mean that does here's not, the that, thing neither of them are gonna get played at all right uh no 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 neither of them are gonna get played at all uh, yeah, sub, we got sub, Devin Singletary five percent I was gonna say sub five percent for both of them at three yeah I think that's probably right. So, sure. I mean, I guess I. That's just so easy to get over. That why not? But I don't really care for. I don't really like either play. To be, if I'm being fully honest, like it's fine to expose yourself to it, but that's because I play you know hundreds of lineups. I would not be doing that in a three max. Like I play, I do hand build like three or four lineups to put in like the super boost boosters on DraftKings usually, and I MME Yahoo and FanDuel, and. I would not play either. I'm unlikely to have either of those guys on any of my DraftKings lineups. Yeah. Miles Sanders, I think, is going to get spun up a little bit. There's the the Nick Sirianni coach speak about how, you know, they need to get him more involved. They need to monitor his touches. And that just, like, obviously that uh, all the one-yard rushing touchdowns that have been going to Jalen Hurts all season are now going to go to Miles Sanders. Um Sanders has run good on touchdowns already, though. You know, like, I don't know how much more ceiling there is there. But, yeah, you're right. Like, he could score two touchdowns. I mean, I just I just feel like McKinnon and Pacheco are both really strong. Ramondre's really strong. McCaffrey is like, I, I maybe want to play him on every team I make. I mean, just what an insanely good play McCaffrey is. He's okay. He's back. He's back to $10,500 roll Christian McCaffrey, but he costs... Carolina Panthers, Christian McCaffrey salary. Okay. Pro I mean, the problem is he's 30% owned. So I think the easiest way to get weird on this slate is, you know, people really want to play Derrick Henry and people really want to play Christian McCaffrey. I think you can either play both and then be absolutely screwed, like totally vomit everywhere else, but people won't, I don't think they'll get played together very often because that is prohibitively expensive or like, just don't play them and use a different construction. Spend up at wide receiver and your quarterback stacks. Like, that's what I'm more likely to do. Just, like, hope neither of them scores 35, and you're probably going to be okay. Because, you know, some cheaper running back is going to gonna pop off. We've got several guys we like that are 2K, 2,500 less than them. So could be, they don't could have be to, Gibson. like, beat them straight up. I, maybe Antonio Gibson, because they Washington, obviously, is probably not going to be able to run against the 49ers. I could see that one. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just don't really have a ton of conviction. I literally, I just running back seems bad. Um, kind of hoping we get like a late, like, Oh, this, this guy's not playing type thing or whatever. Sure. Seems yeah. I mean, there's, 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think it's Kenneth Walker and the Cowboys are the ones that we like the most for leverage. I think Dalvin Cook might be the best play. Like, just, I'd play him in cash. You know, Henry and McCaffrey are going to be more popular, but Cook projects pretty similarly um, with half the ownership and for over $1,000 less. So, I like I like Cook. Yeah. Yeah, that also works for me. off of Justin Jefferson, who's the, the, that's the other expensive piece. Like, it's Henry and McCaffrey and then Justin Jefferson. Like, every team on DraftKings.com is going to have one of the three of those in it, pretty much. So, if you just are willing to hold your breath, because it's a terrifying fade, but if you can make a construction that doesn't have any of the three of them that you still like, that's, that's your crazy EV this weekend. And it could obviously go horribly wrong, but. Yep, I'm with you. All right, wide receiver, DJ Moore showing up as a big value play. We we found mm-hmm. this out on the Swivelcast earlier this week. Two of his four highest career receiving yardage games have come against the Detroit Lions. Uh, so, so we got that going for us. The Chris Moore experiment just keeps coming. There's nothing we can do about it, apparently. Guy just, per- I mean, he's got like, his peripheral numbers, like his air yard, market share, yada, yada, it's like more than Devontae Adams. It's it's like really unbelievable. Um, yeah. And and to but be he honest... he 40% owned in dog shit last weekend. But he had like nine targets. He just didn't turn him into anything. But yes, he is he yeah. is dog shit. Um, Mills not that good, you know? That's an that's, that's important thing here. Well, I think... So I think uh, this week they said they're going to play all three guys. I think they're going to play Kyle Allen, Jeff Driscoll, and Davis Mills. Gross. Yeah. Good. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. That's uh fun. that's fine. And then apparently I would say this though on Chris Moore is that Brandon Cooks practiced today for the first time in like a month. Yeah. If Brandon Cooks plays, Chris Moore actually becomes a really strong play. I think because I don't think his role is going to change at all. Brandon Cooks does not care. He's just like it's just there's no like he doesn't want right. to play for this team. Him being active is is not going to do it. The same way Nico Collins was a good play, even when Cooks was active. Nico Collins, when he got hurt, had actually out-targeted Brandon Cooks um, when they were both on the field together. Justin Jefferson, uh, our RP own is way low. He's going to be way higher than 18%. At all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Metcalf, uh, Reeves had this great stat uh, yesterday. It's like Metcalf has had something like 135 career routes where Tyler Lockett's not on the field and has got a target on like 36% of those. I And Kansas City's defense is so bad. So, so bad. It doesn't matter if DK, if they could be playing, you know, they could have 15 guys out there and I don't think they're stopping Metcalf. Um, yeah, Metcalf's pretty, like, that's good, Chalk. That's one of those, like, I'm not trying to get cute there. I'll probably match the field. Jefferson's a little easier because that's the thing when he's 9,300, even if he does get a hundred yards and a touchdown, like he, he might not, might not get there. You kind of need the 30 ball from him at that price. Um, yeah. Which is also true of Henry and McCaffrey and not true of Dalvin cook, which is why I'm kind of a little more in that, you know, like if Henry and McCaffrey score 27, pretty solid chance. They're not optimal. Um, same idea with, Justin Jefferson. Um, yeah, DJ Moore is going to be crazy popular. DK Metcalf is going to be crazy popular. Uh, CD is fine. Um, and then the other guy right up there in that optimal probability is Jamar Chase. Um, he's quite a bit higher than Diggs. Diggs is even lower owned. Yeah, but... give me, give me, just feed me Chase and Diggs this weekend. I mean, and, and I'm on Ross St. Brown, all of them. I mean, just feed me any 
uh, $7,500 or more wide receiver who projects to be under 10% because one of, well, I don't know which one of those dudes, uh, my thought would probably be Chase, but you never know. One of those dudes is breaking the slate. Yeah. Chase has the best odds to do it. He's a little bit more popular than those other guys, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. Gotta absolutely jam those guys. Um, M Gallup. <laughs> I was like, that was, I had a really good week last week and that was like by far my worst, like overexposure. This, this like, Gallup shit is so tilting. Cause he's out there. I mean, he played 91% of the snaps last week the in a 34, 30 game. Yeah, just, he just sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, he had two touchdowns two weeks ago. I mean, the thing is, is like, he has had a horrible run of injuries ever since his second year in the NFL. He's just been so right. banged up. Um, and, and you know, I meant he's been sucking the last week or two where it's been like, oh, wow, actually. Really well, he's really been Michael sucking Gallup. for like the last three years. Honestly, he really has. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not really been that good for fantasy. Um, I, I like How him. How old is he? Is he like secretly 29 or something? He, he's going to turn 27 in like a month. OK. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I the the this is the play. This is not for the faint of heart. This is only if you really don't care if you win or lose, but you really want to get first place. Gabe Davis at I mean. We we have five percent. We have five percent projected right now in in single entry. He'll be one percent. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love the. I think you can do a Josh Allen, Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox stack. Like I love Diggs. I will have him a lot as a one off. I'll have him a lot with Allen. But I don't think you need to be like if Allen then Diggs necessarily. Gabe Davis is definitely like, uh, yeah, that guy absolutely nukes when he gets there. So he's your sort of textbook. Um, He's a textbook GPP play, so yep. definitely in on that. Um, what about T. Higgins? I mean, the problem a little bit with Chase, and I think that's gonna what's gonna help keep his ownership down is like the Cincinnati passing tree is getting pretty spread out. All three of those guys are getting work. I wouldn't triple stack Burrow. I mean, you can if you want to like onslaught in a smaller entry thing, but that's not gonna win you a you know a field with a hundred thousand entries in it. I think. You know, double stacking Burrow is fine. I don't really, it's really tough to play Burrow, Higgins, Chase. Um, but I let, you know, Higgins is also pretty fine. I am prioritizing Chase, but I will have some Higgins exposure too. Yeah. I mean, that seems, that seems fair to me. Uh, Richie James is coming through as, as like big time mega chalk, which, yeah, uh bad. feels bad i mean i if slayton ends up being 10 percent and richie james is 15 percent, that i like i like slayton oh yeah i mean slayton's the slayton's the definitely the he's their big play guy i've talked about we've had a couple other weeks where we've wanted to was like hey you know who's not bad is daniel jones but it's like i'm not playing him with wandale robinson you know that's the when i keep i hate to keep saying bad things about the guy because he's you know good story good player but the whole greg dorchification right like Kyler's not getting there if he's like Greg Dorch could be fine, but Kyler's not getting there with 12 targets to Greg Dorch. He's getting there when Hollywood Brown breaks one. And I think it's the same idea with Jones. Like I would much rather have Slayton because he's the home run threat. Richie James is a little bit nickel and diming. So like Richie James could get it done, but he's on, he's less likely to bring along Jones with him than Slayton is. I mean, I just think Daniel Jones is only getting in the optimal with, with the, two rushing touchdowns basically or a hundred bonus yards. I mean, then not to say you want to play him unstacked, but I I definitely would not double stack him. I definitely would not do Slayton and James and Bellinger. Cause that's the other thing is Bellinger is like Richie James might be 14, but Bellinger is going to be like 24% or whatever. He's going to be one eye. Why would you (laughs) like, why 
he, he he's the I I mean he literally I don't think he came off the field last week. I think he literally played 100% of the snaps and it's one of the two games indoors and the other indoor game. He's the cheapest tight end of the four teams playing indoors. Sure. It's, it's what really are all the four teams playing indoors? Will you like do you have that the, off the top the, of your head? The Eagles, the Cowboys, the Vikings and the Giants are playing indoors. Oh, yes. And those are all going to be very popular. Okay. Makes so sense. I just honestly, if this is like just a big strategy point, honestly, I don't hate the idea of just not playing any players from those teams and just saying like, I mean, you never know. I, this is like, obviously that is not a data science back thing, but that's the, the degree to which people are going to be focusing on those games is insane. And it would, uh, if, if Hertz had been playing, I mean, if Hertz had been playing, the 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 ownership of that of that Dallas Philadelphia game would have been like nuts. the most owned game of the year, like like yeah. a, like actually insane. Yeah, um, I think Philly Dallas isn't quite as out of control as New York and Minnesota is going to be the most popular game to play, and I think yeah. those are pretty objectively, like according to the data science, the math, and all of this is saying those are mostly going to be bad shock. I think Dalvin's a good one to get there. You know, Saquon, you could do too, like. But people are going to, because you can do it, people are going to play the passing attacks in those games a lot. And that's going to be the probably the most overowned thing on the slate. That And, I mean, this whole, uh, the Seattle-Kansas City game, because it's, you know, in Kansas City and it's not totally frozen yet, um, that will be quite popular as well. Yeah. Any other, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, can you talk, I mean, I guess, could you talk yourself into Thielen to, like, block Jefferson? I don't really want to do that, I don't think. Marquise Goodwin yeah, forty three hundred isn't that cheap. He's not thirty four hundred. I could I could talk myself into Thielen. I could talk myself into Hawkinson. I mean, Marquise Goodwin actually seems to me like a really good play. The the um uh Tuttle Tuttle on this whole cast was was touting Derek Young just coming in and playing the the like saying Marquise Goodwin stays in his same role at this fella Young who I literally don't know anything about. He is very athletic and was really good in the preseason uh is is just gonna come in and be in kind of this locketish role i don't know uh i don't think so i mean i suppose it's possible but Mar- marquise goodwin has like directly played a lot when lockett's been out before and he's had good games you want to guess how old marquise goodwin is 28 32 damn that's great he has he, been around he, forever because he's he, just so hurt but he's an olympic level sp- i believe yeah. he he's competed- faster than tyree kill yeah, I was gonna say he competed in the Olympics in some short distance running or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a four-two something. Like it's 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 insane. But you know, so was John Ross, and Marquise Goodwin is more John Ross than Tyreek Hill, unfortunately. But yeah. Um. Okay. okay. Oh, That's Isaiah all I McKenzie. Got. This is you can feel free to make fun of me for this, but I think it's because I'm just so in the bag for. Uh, Josh Allen is a fantasy player that like I'm more into playing his slot receivers than I, you know, like I talk shit about playing slot receivers all the time, but is it McKenzie? I don't know. It's like, it's probably just Josh Allen based, but he's 4k. I think he's fine. So the issue with that is that they re-signed Cole Beasley last week and Cole Beasley immediately came back in, had not played football and played 11 snaps on offense. So my guess is that he probably is going to play like 30 snaps this week on offense. And that that's well, play direct... Cole Beasley is he's flat man. 
Yeah, but I just think it makes him and McKenzie both unplayable pretty much. Maybe. Because I think I also... I mean, you absolutely want to max one of those two. But I think you work both in the mix. Like, play, you know, uh, if you're playing Allen and Diggs, you need some cheap guys. Might as well play a a 3,700 or 4K guy from that game that could be additive to your Josh Allen stack. I don't know. Yeah, that's definitely MME. That's a that's a guy who's playing 300 lineups. That is not. Yeah. Don't get cute with that in small field. But yeah, no, I'm entry. I'm with that. Uh, whatever, that's fine. Uh, my 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 takes at tight end. Um, oh shit, I gotta go. Our text, our Titan stuff is broken right now because I don't have Malik Willis pushed as the starter yet. So Chig okay. is not gonna get nine fantasy points. He's probably gonna get zero fantasy points because the Titans will probably throw the ball six times in this game. So that mm-hmm. takes away a pop. I mean, it's just going to be Bellinger. Like the like guy are, I, I know Bellinger is not projected for very much in our stuff, but he is just going to be stone chalk. Okay. I believe you. I think Fant is going to be crazy, crazy popular just because he's the bigger name. And you're right. Will Disley plays more, but Fant was, you know, a highly touted receiving prospect at tight end. I think he's going to get to 10%. Dallas Goddard is oddly like looking to be, popular with Gardner it's, Minshew playing in his first it's game back. Just, That's a... It's just because he's back and it's he's playing indoors. He's got he's got heating. Yeah. That's all it is. Uh, yeah. That, that well I and I I didn't um so I didn't like regress Dallas Goddard's target share in any way. Like I was just mm-hmm. like he well he almost played last week. So he's got I just gave him his full target volume. There's a chance that he plays a little bit less, is targeted a little bit less. And even know. with that full target share you gave him as the baselines for my simulations, he looks like he's overwhelmed. So I think Kelsey's the one, like I, I am going to try to do some prioritizing with Kelsey. Like he's going to be very popular, possibly the most popular tight end even certainly will be on like looser pricing sites, but he's just, he's just a smash, you know, like all these other guys, he's got double the optimal probability of all of them. I mean, who, who do we got here? We got like, TJ Hawkinson, Dalton Schultz are like the only, and they're not cheap. They're almost 5K. Um, and then it's like, I know it's more, 3K more to get up to Kelsey, but like, come on. Like, Dalton Schultz and TJ Hawkinson are not competing. Well, I guess TJ Hawkinson did once this year when he was like, oh, wow, he's the tight end one after week four after having done nothing. And then he had the monster game. But I mean, Kelsey's ceiling is just, it was awesome. So. Let's do that. I you sort of talked me out of Mark Andrews. I still think I'm gonna stab a little bit. Fifty five hundred. It's not gonna be popular. T Huntley probably stinks, but what are you gonna do? It's it's real thin. Noah Fant is gonna be pretty owned. Gross chalk, yeah. Gross. Logan Kittles, Thomas, maybe. Is he back? I like it all right, maybe as he snipes snipes the touchdowns from McCaffrey. Let's get that uh I don't know. Oh, Kittle. Kittle seems really good, actually. Yeah, Kittle. Yeah, Kittle. that's who I just said. Uh, yeah, yeah. A, no, yeah, I, decent, I'm like... saying, I'm saying, I'm saying you're oh. totally right. I, I hadn't even thought about that. But yeah, he's like a little bit of leverage on McCaffrey. Four mm-hmm. for 98 and two last week. Uh, Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, good player. Yeah. Um, All right. And then. I also um, have, that is the one like very expensive. Um, not the one. I, it's my most expensive uh, NF. What is NFL Top Shot called? <laughs> like those things are so N- dust. I can't even remember NFL, the name. But... NFL all day. Ah, uh, right, right. I do have a legendary George Kittle, which is nice. But it's... yeah, 
Good for you. Well, value. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. So I I'm actually I'm just glad happy for you. You got rid of that fucking Tyler Hero. Like you were you were so like I will hold this till the day you I love, die. You love, be pride you, love you love to sell the top. I want I had to go look and see what that uh is selling for these days. So defense defense is actually interesting this week because one, there's not some option that projects way better than everyone else. Two everyone is going to feel comfortable playing like whatever defense like, Oh yeah, I'll play the bears defense against the bills, you know, because it's they're 2000 and they're outdoors. So I think something that's fascinating is playing the indoors defenses, right? Playing the Vikings defense against Daniel Jones, playing the Cowboys defense against Minshew. I, I think that's probably what I'm going to do. I'm probably just going to load up on the Cowboys defense. Yeah. I really like that. That's a, that's sharp. Cause I mean, the, Cowboys are 2,600 and they are like, they have a ceiling. Like they've got crazy playmakers. They screw up all the time. You know, like Trayvon Diggs is your poster child for like, you know, he's going to give up 120 yards and, and get a pick six kind of guy. Um, and G Minshew will sling it. He's not very good at that, but he's going to try. And the Cowboys just have playmakers everywhere. I think that could get really ugly for him. I'm with you on 2,600. It's like, not hurting you at all. Saints look like the Giga Chalk. Texans are going to get played, which I don't really like that, honestly, Texans, because they're playing a Titans team who's not going to throw the ball at all. Like, I get that it's a backup quarterback who's not very good, but the Texans are the actual, like, they're the worst. They've, on the season, have maybe the Bears are, you know, trying to help, trying to match them now, but on the season, the Texans have been the worst defense in football, and I think people are going to play him against a team that is just going to feed the ball to D Henry 38 times. That seems, I mean, bad. I would, I would way rather play the bears defense. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the Cowboys. I really like the, the Vikings. Um, I think those are great calls. Yep. That works for me. All right. You know, people just, uh, I don't know. Hope to run good. Hope you yeah, stay what's your safe. Favorite stack. We got a favorite stack. Favorite stack is Mahomes, Juju, Hardman, Metcalf, Goodwin. No, Will Disley. Ooh. Five five man five man stack mega leverage. You got a couple one percent owned plays in there. You can play McCaffrey. You can play Derek Henry. You can play whoever you want in that lineup because you're already mega unique. Okay, I'm really into this. I'm just praying the Buffalo Chicago game runs hot. You know, I think that both Fields and Allen are going to be like crazy, crazy low owned. Fields is a tougher route to it, but Diggs is going to be low owned. Like all the pieces in it are low owned because it's too expensive for the total, but the ceiling on it is huge. 10 degrees is brutal, but I like it. And it's the first week in six, I feel like, that the Eagles haven't been either of our favorite sacks because Rip Jalen Hurts. So uh, because it's always the Eagles, well, we weird. don't say anything what's, nice what's... about What's weird is that Minshew's going to end up being twelve percent. You know, yeah, people might play. It's that's so dumb that it's like the people have really not been playing Jalen Hurts like in an objectively like stupid manner because he's you know whatever quote a thousand dollars too expensive or whatever, and the dude just like nukes all the time. And now they're going to play G Minshew because I get it. Price sensitivity is important in DFS. It's the first thing you should learn. But we're talking advanced stuff here, bro. Um, but yeah, we don't have anything nice to say about the Eagles this week, so I will say something nice about our uh, intern Ben, who's you know been part-time contractor Ben for a while now. Uh, very annoying Philly fan, but he's turns 21 next week, so 
Shout out to the guy. He's been with us for like two years. He's really and he's gonna like... he's gonna adjust all your rates for you on Christmas Day so that our our respective <laughs> yes. families don't murder Tag us. At ben <laughs> Let's find him on Twitter. Uh yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. We we have to do the family stuff. And then Pacheco's is he's he is Pacheco is married, but he is also married to the game. He just he just works all the time. He's he's this. gonna adjust your John Conkar rates on uh on Christmas Day. So <laughs> yeah. uh thank him for that. All right, everyone, we're getting out of here. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, stay safe. Hope your pipes don't burst. Hope you hope you don't get snowed in. And uh, I'll see you back tomorrow morning with Rebar. Bye. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, Fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.